0: now Last year, that was that was announced to, to get attention of everybody in the room who was yeah. talking. Yes, we're back on air, people. Uh, last year, RT released an online TV show hosted by Yvonne Tiernan, and now the series proved so popular that they've edited the best bits into a one-off special. The Couch is on tonight on RT 1 at 10.15, and its host Yvonne Tiernan is with us now. Hello. Hello. <laughs> team. So, uh, if, if nobody, uh, if somebody didn't see this show... he um, said nobody. Yeah, ever. I was going to say, thought. if nobody had seen this show, and then I backed out with that sentence... That's right. To compliment you. But obviously, lots of people did see this because it's now an RTU one. Yes. So, if anybody didn't see this show, describe what it was about because it wasn't exactly your typical chat show. It was the done around themes.
1: Yeah. Now, in, uh, I sat down with each guest for about two hours. So, it was women really going for it. Yeah. And. Uh, that sounds great loads of people are watching <laughs> yeah. it
0: yeah. <laughs> women <laughs> going for it don't on a couch don't type in women really going for it on a couch Yeah. Uh,
1: you know it was like they were proper conversations Very. some of them really got quite deep and then lots of messing and laughing and crack and you know
0: and of course the longer you talk to somebody the more comfortable they get with you yes. and then the more they tell you the more they tell you yes. very yeah. cunning plan yes
1: well I, most of it was me talking probably about an hour and a half was <laughs> Wait, me talking so they cut you and out then, yeah. and then they had half an the hour the editing hour was shocking and took weeks like, trying to get me out of it um, and then what we tried to do when we put the series out because it was the first ever online series for 40 we tried to put them into some kind of groups and so there were themes that came up, I suppose they were ones that I was interested in um, at that particular time, so there's lots of stuff about motherhood, having small kids, and lots of those women, their kids are grown up. So I wanted to know what's it like when what they come off down drinking tracks, and don't come yeah. home at night, or right. you know, um, parents passing on. You know, ha- the first half of the series, my father was very ill, and I think. Part of it was me wanting to know how do you prepare yourself for that. So in the second part of the series, he had passed away. So when I was filming, so that was a big thing for me. But it's not all very sad
0: stuff. There's lots of crack too. And so. did you did you find out that you did learn things from? Yeah, from I really us. did.
1: Yeah, I really did. Stuff I still think about. Um And I think hopefully everybody will take something different out of it. But for me, it would have that would be a big thing for me about um, how to cope with losing a parent so um, and, and what their experiences were and everybody's experience is different but there might be just one se- something someone says and I think the thing about it is I think what's great about women talking particularly and we all have women in our lives, our go-to women and uh, they all kind of fit different categories so if it's man trouble you ring one woman and if
0: it's right, yeah, you know, yeah. I can't
1: fit into my trousers you ring the one that exercises for advice or w- whatever it is but I think the reason that it works and I think the reason that people like it is because you you see yourself in it you know I'm not like a TV presenter or you know uh, have any great answers I was there because I wanted to find out stuff from these women so
0: you're playing the every woman sort of thing because everybody has these problems they want to cope with
1: yeah and all the women who have seen some of it say to me god that's me that part you know that's me or you know, it, it kind of it's it's the way women talk to each other. I think every day,
0: you know, it's quite hard to capture on television, though, isn't it? Yes,
1: but we did. But you you'll see that, that when you watch Because for, uh, yeah, for two hours, <laughs> <laughs> we captured it perfectly. Wow, you're, you're, I you're, represent all women and all conversations. <laughs> that were ever I you ever
0: yeah, had? she's going to go off now. She's going to talk about the in-depth things that they resonated with her, and then I saw the agent just click back in, and it's on back on at ten fifteen as well. And um, the b- women that we should give a list of the women that that you mentioned, uh, Jo Malone.
1: Yeah, we, we originally filmed with seven, so. There was Joe Malone, Sharon Horgan, Celia Holman Lee, Maya Dunphy, Sammy Leslie, Eddie Reader, and Blonidney Kofi. But for tonight, to try and we couldn't fit all seven into a forty-minute special, so yeah. there's just four: Joe, Sharon, Celia, and Maya to kind of kick it off. And hopefully now, Orti will do more than we'll show the others. And there's loads of women out there who want to ask
0: stuff about. And were you involved in picking the best bits of the show as well, and, and narrowing it down from from the full series?
1: Yeah, I have to say. um... Uh, I think that Anna Rogers, our director, and David Power, our producer, would have been better at that. And our editors, John and Jim, did a great job because there was 14 hours of women talking. So, um, you know, it was very hard for me to be objective. There were times where I found some of the stuff that I was talking about that was quite personal, a bit uncomfortable to watch. But I kind of let them, as much as possible, Decide what went in and and, and what
0: worked. So you're, you were too close to it at that point, really, a little I suppose. bit too close. It's, yes. Yeah, it's for other people to do. And did you bring any of your psychological tools to bear in this? Because you oh, do We all have psychological tools. I know, but you're doing it uh, no, as I a course, aren't you? No, it? you
1: see, th- sometimes I think that comes out as if I'm some qualified psychotherapist. I did one year with the Open University of Psychology. Now, what that means is I have a really huge interest in in studying it I'd yeah. love to be a psychotherapist I'd yeah. love to be like Pamela Stevenson Billy Connolly's wife who has who did it for years, that series yeah. and she's you know, she's full on. She's the real deal. I'd love someday to get there, but I keep having babies, so it kind of interrupts. <laughs> the, I like the way
0: you the say keep "having of, babies." Like, yes. like it's an accident. Yes. like just keep they having just kind of these babies. Just walk
1: into a room. There's another one. Yeah, <laughs> the so, story is yeah, with
0: them. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, that's that sounds like. Yeah, no, I'm not going to finish that either. That sounds like you're just grabbing babies from no. somewhere. Um, I saw that Eddie Reader is in this, and I'm glad that she is in it because you are a muse. I knew you were a muso but I didn't realise how much. A Wow, that's the nicest thing
1: anyone's called me for a very long time. Really? Yeah, I'm not really. But you worked
0: at the factory, like.
1: I worked in the factory. That's pretty magical. Yeah. That's kind of like being... Uh, in New York when you know the, they were all down in that what's that coo- see I'm not cool I don't even know the name okay. of the cool place where everybody hung out but right. in for Ireland the factory that was the place to be at that time and I happened to be working there at that time and I just met Tom Dunn actually on my way and we stood outside reminiscing about being around during those days and, and David Bowie being in and you two, and Bob Dylan and
0: Bowie was in was he?
1: oh yeah he was yeah yeah Um and uh. It was mad because people would book, Studio One was the big room and you had to have money to book it. Okay. So if somebody booked Studio One for two or three months, you knew it was someone huge and it could be Barbra Streisand or it could be, so you know, and I was too young. I look back now and go, Jesus Christ, because I locked Bob Dylan out one day. <laughs> Because, you know there were things that happened that now I look back and go oh my god but at the time I was in my 20s I didn't care I didn't listen to Bob Dylan much you know and uh, the lads downstairs kept playing tricks because I worked at reception so I had the buzzer for the door to let people in Right. so uh, Gareth who worked downstairs kept buzzing the door for weeks because we knew he was coming his band were in rehearsing and he kept buzzing the door and going it's blah, let, me in, blah, let me in and I was like oh come on lads come on and then it was Bob and I didn't let him in so he kind of shuffled eventually someone left him in through a back door and he gave me a filthy (laughs) look but the canteen was the main area so sometimes these global superstars would just walk into the room and everybody would just go really quiet and uh, it's been mad all week kind of sharing stories on Facebook with people I worked with at the factory about their experience of Bowie and when he was in and my moment with him and I I wasn't really a big Bowie fan you know I mean I knew who he was but I was standing at the counter in the canteen and the man beside me asked me to pass him a spoon so I passed him a spoon and I did that you know your head a double take yeah now it wasn't a it's Dave a Bowie double take it was his eyes because they were so black and so blue or whatever they were so dramatically different different that I did an initial whiplash of a whoa and then my brain did a it's David Bowie so I must have done two, like two big wobble heads and he just stood there and looked, watched my brain process the information smiling yeah. and said thank you and took the spoon and went about his way but he was there and I shared the office with Ivan and Tom who had the recording studio so he was like there every day for three months you know in his band and they were really nice and when they left he gave me a big present of a, a giant life-size poster of Earthling uh, signed by him and it was stolen a couple of weeks later oh came in and no. it was gone yeah that's really yeah. cool but they were really great and they did this private gig for a couple of 100 people and i you got to be you bring a lot
0: of those all right yeah he
1: did yeah and the the really lovely thing for me then because my best friend at the time Grannie and her husband Andrew were massive bowie fans and I got to bring them in and to watch their faces like they were just you know standing in front of the stage and watch him do all his hits that was amazing but he was great yeah it was a very special time and I was coming up on the train this morning I was listening to Black Star, you know because everybody is talking about it and and I wanted to listen to it and it's such an incredible even like as someone who's not a Bowie fan and part of it as well is I was saying this to Tom this morning the fact that that's what music is for because you know, my dad who passed away had had a stroke, so he couldn't really even talk and he couldn't express when he was dying how he felt. And mm. then you listen to Dollar Days or Lazarus or something, you know, on, on this album and he just does it. He does it and you can feel it and it's astounding. So, you know, that was my train ride up to Wow,
0: sounds like from train, going really? this morning, yeah. Will was, you stay with us yeah, over the
1: break? I'd stay for a week. I'm a chatterbox so. uh,
0: excellent. Well we'll continue talking off air and then back on air. The Anton Savage Show on Today FM. And Yvonne Tiernan has stuck with us. Uh, her show, The uh, the Couch, is on tonight on RT1 at 10.15. Uh, Make sure you tune in for that. Yes, please. It's the best bits, basically, of the web series over the last uh, six the last and six. And some unseen episodes. footage. So oh, really? There's extras as it, well? Yeah,
1: yeah, there is, yeah.
0: Oh, okay, I didn't mention that. That's good yeah. to know. You're also in a band yourself.
1: I am. The Blackberries in Galway, yes. Americana. What?
0: Groovy country. And who? You're playing with the Henry Girls? We are girls. next when Wednesday
1: night in Munroes in Galway. So go to munroes.ie to get your tickets. And this is a
0: great musical legacy, this band. who's it, Who has been in it in the past? Pierce Starherty of The Saw Doctors. Yes.
1: Derek Murray of The Stunning.
0: And now they're there is too busy.
1: And they're on the boat is boat in my other half. Yeah, Ben Murray and Paul McDonough and Ailish Flaherty. And Maureen Fahey and Yvonne Fahy as well of... Um, uh, with the wonderful Fahy family in Galway, so it's great fiddles and country, and we do a great country version of Highway to the Danger Zone. <laughs> really? So that's
0: what's coming to see, yeah. I think that's yeah, that's what's coming to see. Alone, yeah. you, you guys, you really know how to sell it. So go and see that. That's on Wednesday in uh, in Galway, and uh, look out for the couch, which is on 10:15 uh, on RT One tonight.